You know, love thy neighbor as thyself. Sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? I was speaking at the Fall Rivers Diocese this past weekend, and the theme was, As I do, so also shall you do. And it comes out of the uh, readings where Jesus is washing the feet of the disciples, loving them. Think about it. Washing the feet in that part of the country, your feet were the most disgusting parts of your body, right? And the lowliest servant was the one that had to wash your feet. So when you think about the God of the world, Jesus, washing your feet, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's humbling. And yet he's saying, as I do, so shall you do. Serve others. Servant leadership is about love. But today's gospel goes in a little bit deeper. It tells you, Jesus is basically saying, this is what we're talking about. And it's important for you to make sure that you give out as much as you can because you will get back what you measure. So let's review, shall we? Bring you up to speed in case you haven't read it today. Luke chapter 6, verses 36 through 38. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the the measure with which you measure will in turn be measured out to you. Okay, one by one, be merciful as your Father is merciful. Think about the times that you fall. Maybe it's in really grave sin. And you crawl into that confessional and you get on your knees and you ask the Father to forgive you. He wants to forgive you. He loves you so much. He has so much mercy that when you walk out, you are aligned with him again. 100% you are back in the Father's good graces. How extraordinary is that? That is mercy on high, right? That's the mercy of God. Well, how many people come to you and ask for your forgiveness? How many people are you holding, you know, resentment toward? Or you just don't have that feeling of love? Okay, everyone makes mistakes. That also goes with the forgive and you will be forgiven. And if you're having a tough time forgiving someone for the hurt that they've caused, the pain that they've caused you, the betrayal that they put into your heart, then you've got to run to God and say, Lord, I cannot do this on my own. Please give me a heart of flesh. Turn this heart of stone that I have toward this person and bring it to life with your love, your tenderness, your mercy, because I just cannot do it on my own. 
Okay, let's talk about judging. Stop judging and you will not be judged. And these are the little things. Maybe you're not judging on on a grand scheme of things, but you're immediately judging someone by the way that they look, by the way that they're, you know, what they say, what they believe. Maybe they're a political party that's not yours and you immediately judge them as X, Y, Z. So what we should be looking at people as every day is a child of God. I was in a car. The driver taking me back and forth to the airport was the same guy. And of course, he's asking me, what are you speaking on? And I said, I'm a Catholic speaker. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Catholic, not practicing, not going to mass. And here I could have easily said in my head, right, oh, what a sinner. He's going to hell and judged him. But I immediately started praying and I said, Holy Spirit, speak through me. I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying here, but please speak through me and maybe there will be stirring in his heart to go back to church. He mentioned that he went to confession uh, many, many years ago, and I shared with him my story. I was very open and honest. And then on the way back afterwards, we started talking. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, my wife's Episcopalian. Um, He's putting his he's put all three of his daughters through the sacraments and initiated them in, into the church. Her do- his last daughter is going to be confirmed. And again, he's not going to church, just like mine. No judgment, no judgment at all. But he was mentioning the Episcopalian church is like Catholic light. And I said, how so? Nothing is like the Catholic faith. And he said, what do you mean? I said, the Eucharist, the Eucharist, Holy Communion, is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ and cannot be turned from bread into wine. It needs to be consecrated through the Holy Liturgy um, and the Eucharistic prayer that only a priest can, can do in the Catholic Church, an ordained, sacramentally ordained priest. These sacraments are, are what it's all about. And this is the church that Jesus handed down. And he goes, oh, I don't know about that. I said, well, that's okay. I do. <laughs> and I didn't say it at all pompous. I just said, trust me, if you don't think that I researched this because I did not want to be Catholic, I didn't want to have anything to do with that faith. I would rather have that, quote unquote, what you say is Catholic light, right? The churches that I don't have to go to every Sunday that have lenient, more more lenient rules, right? They accept more of the social, cultural norms than what Jesus handed down that hasn't changed for 2,000 years. So I I hope that I treated this person with love and kindness and respect. And hopefully he'll think about what I said because I did not fall down in a wet noodle. I did not let that comment just gloss on by because I'm thinking I have a right I have a not a right, but I have a responsibility. That's the that's the word I'm looking for. To share that no 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 no. There's no Catholic light. There's Catholicism or no Catholicism. You either have the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Holy Communion or you don't. And so that being said, I, again, hope that I taught and gave a gift. Give and gifts will be given to you. I hope I gave a gift of knowledge and gave a gift of pondering for this man because he 
is a very smart man. He is all about studying history. He's reading all up about the um, Plymouth. There's the 150th anniversary happening this year, and so he's reading up on that. He's uh, he's a he's a man seeking truth, seeking knowledge. So I hope that that was something that I gave a gift. So keep giving gifts. Give the gift of your time, of your heart, of your knowledge. And don't be afraid if it's something that doesn't match up with their knowledge. You're giving them a gift of that. Here's another one. Um, Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Oh, come on. How many times do we say things out loud about somebody? Damaging their character in public, at work, at our, you know, sport kids sporting events, even in the family. Stop doing that. Do not drag someone through the mud. Do not talk about them. Don't condemn them in public. Just say, I'm not going to talk about this. I don't feel comfortable talking about this person because I really wouldn't want anyone talking about me like this. So I'm going to remove myself from the conversation if you guys are going to continue down the path. Otherwise, can we just not talk about that and shift gears? And I'm telling you, the look that you will get from other people will be respectful. They'll be almost maybe in awe of how you just stood up and stopped, stopped it. It's that simple. And then you're going to have this I'm telling you, it's going to start growing. People are going to want to be around you because they know that there's going to be positivity. There's going to be love. There's going to be respect. There's going to be kindness and generosity. And you're not, you're going to be building people up and you're not going to be pulling them down. So it does matter what we do. The measure with which you measure will in turn be measured out to you. And Jesus tells us, step by step, be merciful, stop judging, stop condemning, forgive, give, and overflow with this stuff. Just keep doing it. There's no limit to how much you can impact someone's life, lives around you, their lives around you, and your own life. Keep that in mind. So let's go be love. Let's be kind. Let's let's get these resentments and forgiveness things that we've still harbored in our hearts out of there. Ask God for his help. Go to confession and share that you are not forgiving because let's remember God will not forgive you if you do not forgive others. It's in the Bible. It's written. It's important. And I struggled with it. This is why I'm telling you, it took me a while. I mean, it was like a few months on my own when I kept thinking, okay, (laughs) this is just not working. I'm not feeling any different towards these people. And then I went to adoration, got on my knees, and I asked God to please help me. And slowly but surely, probably took maybe a maximum of six months, those feelings of hatred and disdain for these people turned into wanting the best for them, loving them, praying for them. It's a difference, like incredible difference. And the freedom, oh my gosh, I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, but when you are harboring resentment resentment for others, man, it's Monday morning. I don't know what's going on with my tongue and my lips here today. They're not moving so fast. When you're harboring that resentment for, for someone else, 
you are just killing yourself. It's like taking poison, hoping to hurt them, and you're swallowing it. It just slowly but surely will eat away at you. And it is not healthy. That's why we're supposed to forgive. So go to God. All right, everyone, be love, go be the light, and have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.